Hello everyone and welcome to TBO. We're doing Suicide Squad. Oh come on, be more happy than that. We're doing Suicide Squad. The week before the new one comes out. Yeah. Do the old one because everyone wants to have the old one come out again and re-release with David Ayer's cut. Yep, they already did that though. And it was like 15 minutes and I watched that one and it wasn't better. <laughs> All they added was like some more Joker shit and it was still bad. But I thought Jared Leto was your favourite Joker. No. Although, I will say, he wasn't the worst bit about this movie. Okay. Um, and also, do you have a structure for how we're doing this? Not really. Um, I've just made random notes throughout watching this again. Um, and uh, I was just going to say that look, I get people don't like this version of the Joker. I'm not a fan of it. But ultimately, in this movie, it's a nothing role. He does nothing. He's just kind of annoying in it. And there's right. no actual Joker in it. So, like, I don't consider this a Joker. It's only until they reintroduce him back into Justice League at the end that they've made him the most, uh, like, he's the only one in all of the Batman things to actually get, like, another movie. And that pisses me off. Is he actually? Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> Because uh, Jared, that's so funny. Uh, All right, Joaquin Phoenix currently is only one movie. He's probably going to get a second one. Heath Ledger died sadly, so never got to do the first, uh, second role. And then, uh, fuck, um, I can't remember. The, uh, fuck, I know who. Guy from The Departed. I can't remember the name. Okay, let's do the good, the bad, and the damn right awful. The movie. Okay, because there is some good movements. There is some good things about this, this film. Name them. Let's get them out of the way. All right, first of all, the music in the first 15 minutes it's is good. bad. <laughs> no, I like the music first 15 minutes. No, like you like music. the songs. It's bad in the movie. Oh, yeah, but it's got good music. That doesn't, no. so I like the music. Yeah, that doesn't make it good in the movie, though. It just makes you go, oh, I like this. It's the Guardian. It's like the complete opposite of Guardians of the Galaxy because they went, oh, let's make it actual integral to the movie. Whereas well, no, this the, is the just problem they did. songs. <laughs> the problem they did was they had music be an integral part of the first 15 minutes and then kind of dropped it throughout the rest of the film until the end and then brought the music back again. No, all the music's in the film. It's just all... Not in the middle part there is. Yeah, there is. You're on your phone. You probably didn't notice it. No, I can hear the music. That's the only thing that I could hear. There was no music. Because I was listening to it. I was like, there's no music. Like, There's like kind of just generic movie music, but there's no kind of actual queen or whatever. Yeah, but it's still just rubbish. Whereas if you compare it to Guardians of the Galaxy, there is music throughout. And you are right, it's used better. But the tracks they did use were good tracks, and I thought they would have fit the film. No, a lot of them are they... like overplayed nonsense that they just wanted. Yeah, but so who cares? Yeah, but I mean, it's just you could have done something. You're just, you're just you're grumpy because you don't like Suicide Squad. Well, yes, that's true, but that doesn't invalidate my opinions on it. <laughs> I'm just your attitude is, oh, this movie sucks. I don't know why we're doing this. No, my attitude is. They could have made it a much better film. I think if they I, just... I'm not saying they couldn't. I'm just saying the music choices weren't the bad music choices. They were. A lot of... Like, there's Eminem playing over fucking them getting dressed. I enjoy the first 15 minutes of this film. I... I okay, I was going to say, the first three minutes before the title card comes up, I was interested. And then as soon as the title card comes up, and it's the discussion and the 15 bloody minutes of them introducing everyone, I got bored again. Yes, okay, I will say that is, a, that is a problem. But I think the biggest problem with this whole film is the editing. No, it's just there's like 40 different introductions throughout the film. One of like, that's, if you kind of did it as an introduction and sort of had flashbacks to characters, well, I've seen it in other films, 
it can work. It's because you had all the introductions at the start. Oh yeah, but you know, without getting into it, if you had like kind of just character moments every now and then, and just have a flashback, shorten it down the introduction, mm-hmm. and just give a brief understanding of how they got caught, or just a brief understanding. You don't need to go so much more explaining. Well, my thing was that what they could have done if they wanted to be actually clever about this is have the all of the getting them in prison stuff like the flash capturing boomerang batman capturing deadshot and harley quinn and the joker and whatnot slap that at the beginning have the batman introduction to the joker at the very beginning yes yes have that at the beginning so that you get and don't have amanda waller talking over it just have that play out and i reckon it would be a much better introduction because it would start on action which is always better yes yes i do agree it would be much more interesting to see how harley quinn gets to jail and then also uh, that's just the, the also my other problem with this is the whole not so much the the scene of amanda waller talking to the generals about introducing task force task force x it's the premise. but there's no reason to introduce it no at the start However, if you had, if you sort of explained at the beginning and had Enchantress go rogue and then create this big, allow her brother to roam the substation and then make them realize, oh, we need to stop this somehow, but there's no Superman. And then Amanda Waller came in, oh, I've got a plan. And then introduced Task Force X. Then you've got a reason to have it in the first place instead of it just appearing and then being used. Well, they don't even use them because basically they go, oh, she does go rogue and then we'll send in the army and then she beats the army. And then we'll send in the Suicide Squad. But not to fight her. Yes, that's, that's yeah, the problem. But no, they don't fight her, though. They're not. Their mission isn't to go fight her. It's to go get Amanda Waller. <laughs> so the entire thing is, that, oh, we've built this thing to fight Superman. We've now got a Superman-level threat. None of these characters go in and fight this bitch. They're just here to rescue me because I fucked up and screwed over. Well, like I said, I don't think the biggest problem with this film is so much the story, but more the story drags. If you cut out about half an hour of this film... No, I think the story's stupid. It doesn't work. I don't think it's that bad. It's not like there's it's not that bad. No, there's far too many... The whole premise behind it isn't that bad. Maybe executed badly, but the premise isn't bad. I don't... To, ha- to have a Suicide Squad... No, I get that. I get the... To have one of them go yes. rogue, but you've been Enchantress. Yeah. And the then base to prison. go and stop Enchantress. That premise works. Yeah, sort of. But why have those characters to do that? They shouldn't be going for Superman. They should be like terrorist executioners or whatever that is. So they're not going after the meta, like the Supermans of the world. Because they can't. Harley Quinn with a baseball bat and a handgun. That is true. It had to be El Diablo. Yeah, to actually... El Diablo is the only one who could actually <laughs> He's the only do one anything. who's powerful enough yeah. to do anything. And then he gets wiped out immediately and blows up by a bomb. Stupid. And then all of a sudden there's nothing, nothing there. And then they go, oh, Harley Quinn can walk up to Enchantress and go, oh, I really want to be a good person or whatever it is. And then rip out her heart randomly. And then just, they, there's like a slow-mo and shit like that. And then they Deadshot's only moment where he does anything, like, bang. And it's not a trick shot. It's just him pulling a gun and shooting a thing, like a bomb, I think. And then he, and then the Rick Flag just crushes the heart, and then oh, June Moon's back. You could have done that at the fucking beginning and saved your girlfriend. Like, come on. <laughs> like, what is this? Like, either have her die and have killing her kill June, which is the conundrum. 
And then don't bring June back because it just eradicates any reason to keep Enchantress around if you could just kill her by crushing her heart and then June gets recovered. Kill All June. Right. Also, here's another terrible um, archaeologist because she cracks the first thing she finds. Here's another subject. Um, how do you think Harley Quinn performance, Margot Robbie's performance as Harley Quinn, stands out in this film compared to well, the other, other film she's done? Um, There's only one other poems in it, well, which is Birds of Prey. Unless I'm missing something. I'm pretty sure that's the only other one. I'm trying to think. I don't remember. I, I was just thinking because of the new ones coming out. And I'm just like, oh, I've seen her that in that. Um, Do you think she's a better Harley Quinn or worse Harley Quinn in Zero Squad compared to Birds of Prey? Because watching this, I thought she was a better I know she was overly sexualized in this yes, film. Yes, I was going to say overly sexualized. 100%. An but her actual moment... portrayal of the character was a bit more unhinged in this film. A bit more loopy. A bit more nutty. I think Birds of Prey does it better because I think she's still unhinged, but it's toned down unhinged, which works better because it's less annoying. Because in this version, she's so fucking annoying for most of I will say that, yes, she is annoying. However, she's kind of an annoying character anyway. Yeah, but I think it works better in Birds of Prey. I'm still not... I liked Birds of Prey, but I still don't love Birds of Prey. I think Ewan McGregor and Margot Robbie do a lot of heavy carrying in that movie to actually make it an interesting Yes, movie. I mean, we both have said that film should not be called Birds of Prey. It should just be called Harley yeah. Quinn, that film. Um, there is no reason for it to be called Birds of well, Prey. Well, they did change it to Harley Quinn. And it was the, it did, was originally the one, Harley yeah. Quinn fantabulous emancipation. Then they changed it to Birds of Prey. And then they went, oh shit. No, no, it was all the way around. It was Birds of Prey and the fabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. And then he changed it to Harley Quinn, colon, Birds of Prey. Uh-huh. Because they realized, ah, Birds of Prey's not selling, so let's change it to Harley Quinn. Yeah. A, named, a household name property at this point. Because they shit about birds. No one wants to watch a bird Exactly, I mean, Birds of Prey are like, uh, I don't care about this. Yeah. No, I think she's fine. There's too many scenes, though, that piss me off. Like where she bangs on, uh, she smashes the glass and steals like a handbag and goes, That annoys me. Because we're the bang I'm not guys. I'm just like, Ugh. that rubs me the wrong way. And I'm just like, I need to be rubbing one out to her because this film sexualizes her so badly. I saw actually like that the um the lift scene though. No, that that's bad because you know I, like, I kind of like no because it's not interesting action. It's like oh this big no, but I mean like, I like the premise of it. Like yeah, she I, just kind of yeah, she, she just goes off, off. Like, to yeah, escape, but then that. Like, it's just like, but it's, oh, it's hey, just how you doing? done <laughs> just badly. Like there's so much of this stuff that I mean the whole action this is all yeah, awful. It's... There's no good action. Well, like I said. The, with Deadshot, he's meant to be a trick shot master in everything he does, and he gets one trick shot in this entire movie, and it's his introduction, and it's him shooting a guy with a little mirror or whatever it is. And that's that. I actually, yeah, to be fair, that was pretty. That was well done. Yeah, that's fine, but he never does another trick shot in the entire movie. Boomerang never fucking throws a boomerang that returns to him after, like he throws one. I think I counted... Which is Katana, right? Yeah. He just comes and it back comes and, back then, to, that's, that's and it. then he goes, that's what they do. Well, I didn't fucking know because they haven't been doing that the entire fucking movie. He's... Killer Croc never talks in this whole film until like near the end. Oh, I fucking hate Killer Croc in this movie. It's so pointless to have him. Like half these characters are so pointless to have because they do nothing. Katana? No, that's true. Katana <laughs> is just there. And then for whatever reason, even though she's meant to be on the side of the good guys, when they go off to their little bar scene... Rick Flagg isn't there, who she's been stuck to like glue this entire movie. She fucks off to the bar with the villains and does nothing. <laughs> and it's like, why? And I like that actress because she's um, Kimiko in The Boys. And I fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. it is, isn't it? I, I thought I recognized it from somewhere. Well, she's wearing a mask, <laughs> so you wouldn't recognize it. Yeah, no, but like, 
She kind of like had that. I don't know. I could kind of tell. Yeah. I, I saw from somewhere. She's. I think I've mentioned this before when I found out and when we were doing our boys review. Um. But yeah. Uh, how about Rick? Okay. How about Rick Flag? Don't like him. It's such a shit cat. Apparently, it was meant to be um Tom Hardy originally, and All then right. Tom Hardy. What well, the whole problem is, problem with this is they just kept getting captured. Wait. <laughs> I don't understand why. Well, I. They they do mention why. It's because June. Or Enchantress is trying to get him because June loves him or something like that. So maybe she's still in the back of his Enchantress's mind. So she's trying... Right. That, that's, stupid. I think, the reason. It's not explained or it's said in, like, one line. And then they're just like, oh, also, we need to save him. Let's fucking leave every other person who's on our team to die as well. But we need to save him. I think another like, one of the other biggest problems with the film... Is if like, you have like twenty minutes introduction, yep, and then you have like ten minute ending, but the film's two hours long. The rest of it is just all pretty much the same scene. No, there's about thirty five. the same minutes act of, anyway. Dan, there's about forty minutes of introduction because what you forget, Dan, is they do some action in between where they set up the big bad, and then they go back to the prison bit where they bring everyone out to reintroduce everyone to each other, and they introduce Slipknot, the guy who can climb oh, anything. <laughs> <laughs> so that they can then immediately kill him because they want to kill someone. Now, actually, to be honest, um, that's one thing I hope for this new Suicide Squad. Is everyone will die. Well, no, is that they they seem to be actually introducing the characters that are probably going to die. Yeah. Whereas in the, the original Suicide Squad, they kind of didn't introduce Slipknot until he died. Yeah. At that point, you're just like, well... Why would I? If they actually introduced him, like all the other characters, yeah. it'd be so much better. If they actually gave him anything to do except punch woman, that's all he does, is he punches a woman. <laughs> for... And then he just escapes and then dies. Yeah. It's like, well, that's, that's just pointless. That's just like, oh, why would I care that he's dead? He just punched a woman. Great. He's a bad person. Sick. He died. Somehow, Captain Boomerang convinced him to go rogue. Like, there's a more interesting premise is if they drugged them and they didn't know they had bombs in their heads. And then when one of them tried to peg it, they just exploded and then they went, Oh, just I might have forgotten to mention this. You have bombs in your head. There's a better way to do it rather than just telling them and then them doing it. They could have... I don't. Th- I don't have a problem with that. That is how it's done in the comics. Yeah, I get it, but I think it would have been more more cinematically interesting if they didn't know they had bombs in their head, and so some of them try and run. Well, why would they have done it? Why would they have helped at all? They're only helping because they have bombs in the neck. Yeah, but you could do it where they have guns pointed at them and they don't have all of their equipment until they need it, and then they can one of they would still escape. They're, 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 no, but I mean the dead shot's very no, good. No, I know, I know, <laughs> no, no, no. no. What well, my point is is rather than have like have them all standing there have a bunch of guns pointed at them so they don't do it this guy tries to run thinks he can get away and then they just blow him up i think that's more interesting than telling them even if you wanted to just do slipknot straight away just have him introduced pop him down he tries to grapple away in the army base to get out of it and then they just blow him up and go oh i might have forgotten to mention to you fucks i've got bombs in your head and then do it better because rather than just i don't know it's i don't know i don't i don't feel like that because I, I feel like that way there's more of an impact to them because they could go, oh shit, they're not fucking around, rather than just go, oh well, I think they might be fucking around. Let's just escape and then get out of, and then they just blow them up, and it's just like, ah, whatever. <sighs> what else do I have? Ah, oh, maybe. Oh, by the way, uh, the Visual Justice League is now on Netflix as well. Yeah, I, I know this. <laughs> no, that's been on there. Just let you know. If if you if if anyone would like us to do a review of the original Justice League, to be honest, know. I pref- I don't know if I prefer the original to the Zack Snyder cut. I think I would rewatch the Joss Whedon cut 
more than I would watch the Zack Snyder one because I well that's probably just because it's shorter yeah not because it's better I don't think either one are particularly good um one of it there's definitely one that's definitely better than the other and Zack Snyder the Zack Snyder version is a better film it's longer but it's a better film eh it looks better I'll give it that and it's well it also hasn't got stupid green stuff everywhere yeah um Another note I have is, why does El Diablo think they are his new family? All they've done is bully and scold him and insult him, even condemning the fact that he killed his kids, and then he self-sacrifices himself for them. It's like, oh, they're all mind-controlled, and they're uh, under the Enchantress's spell. I'm off. I don't fucking care about these people. I'm just going to walk away. But no, he just somehow... Will Smith, like, forces him to fucking... Like, that's the one thing I don't understand about this movie is, in terms of Diablo, you have a character that has reformed himself after killing his family and refuses to use his powers to harm anyone. Let's take that <laughs> character, who is now a good person, and force them to do a bad thing because we can't find anyone who isn't a fire pyromaniac that could just do that themselves. It doesn't... Honestly, they... they it's... Also, another weird, just weird note. It's, it's weird how popular this film is. We've kind of just non. Oh yeah. Like a non. Uh, well, these are the people who want just Zack Snyder's. Just the people, not us people. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a. Te- I I am. A, I don't think it's. It can be enjoyable. But I just find it so boring from the middle. Oh yeah, it's it takes way too long to do anything, and none of the character motivations make any sense. But I found I find that it's the DC fans who wanted the Zack Snyder cut who praise this movie because it's the bad guys and it's the edgy take and it's that. But they and these are the people who don't understand how storytelling works because yeah, they they and... just want to see the characters on the screen and they don't care whether or not there actually is any relevance to them. These are the people who like Jared Leto's Joker take. These are the people who. Oh, I think Harley Quinn being sexualized is a good thing. These are the people who think, oh, Deadshot is good at killing things because he can just shoot things with a gun, even though he doesn't do trick shots, even though that's his character. Like, that, 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 these are the types of people. And I think general audiences just don't care. They'll watch it and go, well, that doesn't mean anything to me. I watched a movie for two hours. That killed some time. It was kind of boring, but ultimately, it was entertaining enough. Okay, so 44. Five minutes it took to for them to actually enter the battle battle scene. Yep. And then they left the battle scene at uh, like one minute fifty. Yeah. So it's one one hour of them doing the exact same thing and pretty much getting nowhere with like twenty helicopter crashes in between because yes. they love to crash a helicopter, have everyone survive except the people who are flying it, and all the non main characters even though in the suicide squad it would be interesting to have the some of the characters just die because of a helicopter crash and to be honest i actually think one of the most in could possibly could have been enjoyable um stories on this could have been to a joker but they just did nothing with it oh yeah I, I i wrote on my notes joker is pointless because they don't yeah it, all, <laughs> nothing happens well all he is there for is to just annoy people and get harley quinn and then immediately after he gets Harley Quinn, he gets shot down by Amanda Waller and pushes... I I think Harley Quinn just falls out the helicopter, lands on a roof, and does a little somersault to protect herself from dying because she's like 40 feet above it and would just smack on the roof. And then... I mean, you have a Raiders of a Lost Ark situation where as if Joker wasn't in this, no, the exact yeah. same things would have happened. Well, except... Nothing Harley... would have changed. Well, yeah, but the, the thing I find so weird about it is, is Harley Quinn's neck thing gets disabled, so she doesn't have a bomb in it. So she has no reason to fear Amanda. I think it's only disabled when she's near Joker. When she goes 
past you. No, no, no. It's disabled it's not... fully. Oh, it's probably dis- yeah. Yeah, it's, oh, so it's, she, yeah, it's, yeah just kind of like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I... Well, no, but I think she just carries on because Joker's dead, and she's like, oh. I'm yeah, make a but then at the end, where it's like Amanda Waller is threatening them all with the bombs in the head, she could have just pulled out her Glock, shot her in the head, and then nothing would have bad happened. Because Rick flags on their side, he doesn't care. He thinks Amanda That's Waller's true. A <laughs> so all she had to do was just. That's true. Because yeah. there's no threat for her. So she could have just saved everyone else and then everyone else could have escaped. That could have been the end of the movie because she could have gone, well, thanks to the Joker, I have my bomb disabled, so fuck you, and just shoots her in the head and then no... To be honest, that would still be a better ending. Yeah. Like, you could have had it so that she dies and then they all escape. That would have been more interesting rather than, oh, we all just willingly go back to prison now. That's the thing we want to do because whatever. Like, there's no explanation as to why... Deadshot gets to see his kid, which I found fucking annoying. I really hated that character. His daughter is... Oh, yeah, his daughter is such a weird character. It's like, oh... It's not... No, because it, it's like... Kill the kids! No! Destroy them all! No, there's this weird moment where they're walking... Like, it's the introduction to Deadshot. And it's like his kid's walking along and it's like, oh, I w- mom's not teaching me or whatever. And it's like, his, he goes, oh, well, your mom's meant to be teaching you, not the other way around. And then she's like, well, I know you kill people, but I'd rather live with you. And it's just like, uh, and then she goes and stands in front of Batman and goes, don't kill people. And I'm just like, what is your motivation here, kid? Uh, Do you like killing or do you not like killing? Because it's just like, oh, I know you kill people for a living. That's fine by me. And then she just stands in front of her dad while she's trying to kill Batman. And she's like, don't kill people. And I'm like, come on, kid, make up your mind. I'm just happy uh, Dead Trust not in this film. What, the it's new one. one. See, I wouldn't mind it because it would make more sense as to the comment about uh, shooting Superman with a kryptonite bullet because I think that would make more sense because that character could probably do it even though in this film they don't make any reference to the fact that he's... Well, they, they show one trick shot. Well, I'm pretty sure uh, the new one is... It's kind of half continuity, half not and they're kind of just yeah. doing whatever they want don't really care yeah. how it affects anything, which I rate. Yeah. I'm sh- and I hope that's that's how it's going to work. I'm <laughs> like, sure there'll be one throwaway, uh, throwaway line that just explains, oh, Deadshot died off screen or something like that. Uh, no, ba- Batman I mean, turned rogue. Actually, I hope they don't even know. I really want James Gunn to just ignore it. Oh, no. I, I, <laughs> I think it would be funny as, oh, the Joker's dead uh, or got teleported to the Batman sequence at the end of Justice League and Zack Snyder's cut. And that's why he's there. That's the only reason. Because they just teleport him there so he's fucking lives his life in a hellhole um what's bloodsport's actual powers by the way bloodsport uh i don't know i don't know who that can because that that is who it, you who he just i was playing yeah i mean it's just, and i'm just saying like i don't actually know what his powers I think he's are just another, i know he was one a of helmet. those people who's good with guns i think that's his power i think he's just another character who's good with guns like deadshot's power is trick shots a deathstroke's power is good with knives and bullets and everything like that and I think it's just another one of those mercenary types who's just good with shit, but not as. Oh, good. It's just another expert mark. Though. Yeah, uh, as a paid assassin, Robert Dubois. Because I is think in Will Smith was meant to return for the role. So it is Deadshot. It's just not Deadshot yeah, because they couldn't get. I think Will Smith went. Ah, oh, this movie's shit. I got a Suicide Squad tattoo on my ass or something because they posted about having tattoos after filming this production because everyone was such good mates. And then I imagine half of them have got them lasered off at this point. <laughs> I think, yeah, because I think loads of them got like squad, S-Q-D or something, t- 
tattooed on them because they were like, oh, this movie is going to be sick. This is going to be so much fun. We're all going to do it because we're such good mates. And then they all hate it. I'm trying to think of what I was talking about. Um... Uh, the goop monsters. The weird... Oh, those, oh that, that's, that's so awful. What I don't understand is they were goop, but they were rocks. Yeah. Also, they're meant to be people. Because there's like they just have this sequence where they run at them and they they have no weapons, and then there's a later scene where they're just firing weapons at people, and I'm like, okay, it's just so inconsistent. Also, how much destruction does What's Her Face do? Because the whole city is basically destroyed, but she's just sat in her fucking little church building or whatever it is. So I'm very confused as to why that happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't really understand to be honest. Yeah, I'm just kind of like, because they have shots of like loads of shit being shot down from the sky and stuff, and the helicopters get shit mile, uh, shot down miles away from where it is, and there's no explanation as to why that happens. It just happens, because they're not near the fucking... It's the whole problem with this film, like this film can, it's over-explains and under-explains at the exact same oh, time, which is quite impressive. every character and then does nothing for the story. <laughs> exactly! It's Because <laughs> priority is completely wrong. You're allowed to have underdeveloped characters to an extent. Yeah, as long as the I mean, if you look at Tenet as well, which I know is a controversial film to an extent, but they don't even tell the, the character's name. Well, yeah, he's called the protagonist. Yeah, it's like, well, um, what's this guy's name? Also, all this, pro all this figures, he's just, oh, I need to go over here. I need to go over here. I need to go over here. I need to do this. I need to do that. Like, that's all his motivation is. But it's still yeah. somewhat entertaining to watch because of the visual storytelling and the style of the actual movie. Exactly. So, it, you know, the actual character is always extra to an extent. Well, no, you can do character-driven movies with very limited plot. Well, it, dep it depends on the film. If it's a team film, story comes first. No, because you do um, Endgame. Endgame is basically character and then very simple plot. Well, no, I'm thinking about the first Endgame's, like, is, is the ending of character, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you... but I wonder about if you look at the first Avengers. There's very little character development really in there. No, it's a lot. There's of... only like, oh, here's this character. No, no, that's no, their no, abilities. No, here's their background. That's it. No, but it's one more, more like the actual interactions between the characters that gets the. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like backstory. What, no, like, but that's because you've had an entire. That's, that's, that's what you've had a movie for. You've had all the. Other yeah, movies. yeah. But things you could. I jumped on Marvel watching the first Avengers, so I was fine not having all the other backstory. And there's just other films that I could get the backstory. Well, yeah, because you get. You only need to know the basics. Yeah. Like for Harley Quinn, you need to know she was. She, she uh, dates. She the dated Joker. the Joker. She's un and she's unhinged. Well, she's dating right? the Joker, not dates. That's, yeah, that's Birds okay, of Prey. Yeah, okay. She broke up with him in Birds of Prey. Uh, the point is, it's very basic characters. Deadshot, he has a kid, and he's an expert marksman. Oh, also, I want to say something about Harley Quinn's relationship with the Joker, because I know it's meant to be an abusive relationship, but in this movie, mm. it's played as like a hot topic goth girlfriend sort of situation where, oh, it's good to have like a sexy side piece, and he's like actually affectionate towards her, which is just weird, because... I have a whole problem with the whole Harley Quinn in this in this situation, and we shall make it hateful for saying this. But I don't think the Harley Quinn character should be a female empowerment character. No, she's meant it, it shouldn't well, be. No. That's not what the well, character no, the, is. No, no, no. When she's with the Joker, it shouldn't be an empowerment thing. When she's outside of the Joker, yes, it that, should yes, that should be it. Yes, yeah, because she's so Birds of Prey should be. This should not be empowerment at all. No, when she's with the Joker. But it's also because the whole point of Harley Quinn, she's so deranged well, no, he, that she thinks she, broke... she thinks the Joker loves him, yeah. but the Joker just thinks of her as property. Yeah, 
But then in this movie... And she just, he just thinks, oh, I, I don't want anyone else he, to have it, this. This is my property. In the introduction in the cartoon or whatever, he is annoyed by her, but he uses her just to get stuff. He, he doesn't actually... Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, if she... it's such a messed up relationship. But it's like... And, be- and he abuses her as well. Yeah. But it's also the thing in the beginning of the film. It's like when they drive off the edge in the water, she says she can't swim, and then she's in the car, and he's fucked off. He doesn't care that she's in the car. He'll just leave. To be fair, that is a good moment, apart from the fact how the how did Joker escape? And also the fact that Batman just punches her in the fucking face and then makes out yeah. with her when she's unconscious. <laughs> it's so weird. It's... Apart from that moment, it's a good concept, the idea. Oh, yeah, and it does kind of set up the character well. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, how did Joker get away? Oh, that's fine. I don't care. It's like Batman jumps in like 40 seconds after her, so he has a bit of time to swim. And maybe he he had his just a ride with Aquaman. Maybe Aquaman's in this film and hates Batman so much that he te- pairs up with the Joker to get him away. Also, Amanda Waller said, um, for, for, for sorry, we're moving on to, uh, to, um... You're jumping around. Jump around to Deadshot, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Amanda Waller said they kept track on his daughter and then just told, told the bat instead of just going to arrest him. Yeah. Which you, you could have just gone to go arrest him. Yeah. Because he's just walking around in the street, not with all of his stuff, except maybe a handgun. And he does that. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, we, we gave an anonymous tip to the Batman. Why? <laughs> <laughs> you could have done it yourself. Yeah. But no. You're just like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, not... We need to have Batman in this film. Yeah. We need to get him enough Even in this film. Even though we've had him in this film with the Joker and Harley Quinn. That makes more sense, because that's his arch nemesis. Deadshot's just a guy who really hates Batman and wants to kill him continuously. That's why his dream is he killed the Batman in that weird dream sequence thing where everyone gets their dream. And then El Diablo's like, this ain't real because my family's alive. Cool. Yeah. Uh... You don't think it's dangerous? It's really annoying because you know this film could be so much better. Oh, yeah. I reckon if you... Like you said, if the editing was better, you could probably stitch it in a more interesting way. But the reason why... Do you know the reason why it's so badly edited? Oh, it's because it wasn't... It's the first ever uh, film, in it? It was a trader company. Yeah. So they who did the first the, edit of the, the film. The, the, the story behind this is that the, when the first trailer dropped and everyone went crazy about it, Warner Brothers went, "Oh, people are excited about this movie." And then when the other trailers dropped, where they were more like stylized with the heavy music and the emphasis on all of that, and they were edited with the graphics of all like the character introductions and stuff like that, people were excited about it. So they went. Well, let's take it away from a director who's made this movie. And they made it lighter and more jokey. And yeah, comedy. yeah, yeah. And because people were like, oh, that, this is getting more and more. And I was just, as those trailers were coming out, I was getting more and more annoyed. Because I, I have good trailer radar. If I'm going to like a film, the trailer has to be able, has to be good. I suppose the exact opposite has happened with the new film, right? I'm optimistically... The, the old one, you were like, oh, it looks good and it got worse. And then the, the new trailers, you're like, it looks bad and it's got better. Yes. So it's kind of... So maybe it's a good thing. Maybe the film will just get better. Well, I think the reason why I did like the first one for the nude one is because they went heavily as the old... The end of the new... The old trailers where it was pissing yeah. me off. And it starts with that, and then it gets more and more intriguing with the other trailers. I've... Which is better in a way. Yes. Um, but I have pretty good trailer radar for movies that I'll like. I don't tend to misfire. Sometimes I've misfired. There's a couple movies off the... I can't remember off the top of my head that I've gone in going, this will be great. I think Alita Battle Angel was that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I can't remember. I think Alita Battle Angel uh... annoyed me because of the... Um... 
eyes immediately. And then I think that was what... I went in there optimistically cautious and just went rock bottom with that movie. This movie... You're that like, mo- nah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That movie replaced this movie as my most hated movie. <laughs> I remember watching the first trailer of this film, and I was I was actually excited for it. That's what I mean. I I liked the first trailer. It was a bit iffy with the jokes. I was like, the jokes aren't great. And then, as... but it was edited well to an extent. Yes. Um. But it was the weird because you can watch the progression of the trailers because they start dark and grim, and then they get lighter and more bright purple and pinks and flashiness and weirdly cut choppiness. Well, once again, I wouldn't mind it if it was just consistent. Oh yeah. Like, I, I think everyone hates DC because they're dark. No, they just want good story. DC sucks. Yeah, I mean, well, even, though, even in like the start of this film, where you do have those graphics and the interest, I actually like the graphics and the interest. I think it is a good thing. I, I do like it. Yeah. Similar thing was in Six Underground as well. Well, the thing- They have kind of graphics and the interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like those kind of things. I don't like the interest as much. We could still done the same thing. You could have just had that as the backstory. Well, the thing is, they drop it like immediately because, like, they only give it to the um, the important characters quotation marks. And then as soon as yeah. another character who's like Slipknot, it's just oh, he punches a woman. That's his introduction, and they just call him Slipknot. They don't give him the graphics or anything. If you're gonna do it, do it consistently for all the characters because it just shows you which characters are important and which characters aren't. Because the only characters that get the introduction are the ones who stay alive at the end of the film, except for El Diablo. I think another problem with this film is it's just too linear as well. But sometimes it's better to have multiple pro- plot lines happening at the same time. Sometimes it hinders it and sometimes it's better. Especially when you're having uh, the intro. It's usually good to have multiple plot lines at the start and then for it to converge into one plot line. Mm, yeah. Whereas, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to compare it very quickly to Black Widow. It kind of starts off as one and then diverges yeah, yeah, yeah. and then converges again. Yeah. I, I, I always think if you have you can have multiple plot lines and like converge a lot of TV shows do that it makes good for good storytelling so you could have had multiple plot, plot lines at the start maybe the first of all was assembling Task Force X and then you can have all of the other intros involved in there yes but you do it all at the same time instead of just doing one after the other yeah and then it would have been more interesting to watch and it's not just a a log to get through all of it because it's all happening at the same time Oh yeah, it's just there's nothing interesting because you're just stuck with these characters, and then it cuts back to like Amanda Waller because it does kind of do that because it kind of just goes here's Amanda. It doesn't do it in a good way. No, no, no. It does it in a flashback way. It should have just done it as like everything is happening sequentially. Well, the thing I or everything happening at the same time. Sorry, not sequentially. So you can have you just have that scene with Deadshot at the start. Yeah. And then you move on to something with the Joker, Harley Quinn, and then you move on to uh, Captain Boomerang, or move on to. Then Amanda Waller, or then, and they can cut back into Deadshot to see him getting arrested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, instead of just linear. <laughs> well, the thing that I find, because the, the, there's the weird security guard, there's the weird prison guard who like is hitting on Harley Quinn and hates Harley Quinn, but likes Harley Quinn and is a dick to Deadshot and all the prison inmates. I hate that character. Yeah, but I think you're meant to hate that character. But I don't remember what happens to that character. I don't... Well, no, I don't hate that character because he's a bad character. I hate that character just because it's so bad. Yeah, but you're meant to hate it because he's meant to be the dickhead who you hate. No, but I don't hate it because he's a bad character. I hate it because he's just badly written. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, just, like... he's just like a whiny little fuckboy. <laughs> And it's weird. Yeah, it's like, you could have done it a bit more interesting than this. Also, what? It's like, oh, you're a crazy chick. I'll dig that. And then he's like, oh, I'm scared of this chick. Like, make up your mind, dude. You into yeah, it or you like, out of on. it? And then it's just like, but with him, does he die? Or is he still alive in this franchise? Because I don't remember a scene where he dies. I think he's still alive. 
Because all it is, I think the last time you see him is it's like they are, they're they're leaving the prison and he gives Harley Quinn the phone. And I think that's the last time you see him because he's not on the mission. He's still the prison guard. But then he's not at the end with the prison thing. And I'm just kind of like, well, what does he... So he gets to live? There's no justification for that guy just living? Because you'd think... I'm trying to see if I can find a 10-star ten, a ten review on this film. Oh, there's got to be one. It's like, oh, this is what DC should be doing. Dark, gritty, interesting villains. Like, the highest I've seen so far is a six. <laughs> uh, it's above, I can't see higher than a six. Above average. <laughs> it, it qualifies... Oh, I found a nine. I, I found... Ooh. This is a massive review as well. Go for it. Read it. <laughs> <laughs> what the whole thing read some of it see if it's interesting first read it out i'll just skim through it very quickly i'm just having a look through stuff that i'm just trying to think the thing is this was at the time that dc was um trying to be different from marvel uh but still trying to catch up to marvel's coattails in terms of success um and trying to copy them in terms of having like a bad guy group of people that like guardians of the galaxy this is heavily guardians of the galaxy style which is funny because then they go and hire the guy who did Guardians of the Galaxy to do their next version. Yeah, it's quite good in it that way. Um, <laughs> but this was also at the time where DC was like, we're not doing end credit scenes. We're not doing... Uh, we're not copying Marvel in terms of end credit scenes. We're going to just have the film, and we won't have any teasers for the next one. And then immediately after Batman v Superman comes out, they post their, like, uh, Jesse Eisenberg in a pool with uh, Steppenwolf on Twitter as, like, here's how we're going to do... Um, end credit scenes. <laughs> do on Twitter instead. Yeah, instead we'll do it after the movie like a week later and sit, just have a cut scene that means nothing because no one's going to watch it if they haven't watched the movie. Or people are going to watch it and spread it around and that's how we'll do end credit scenes. And then this movie comes out, I walk out of the cinema and guess what? It's got a fucking end credit scene. <laughs> and I, I'm glad you know, what is the end credit scene? I didn't know there was one. It, what is it's it? Batman going to Amanda Waller at the end, like Bruce Wayne going to Amanda Waller to yeah. get a file that she has on all of the uh, Injustice League characters. Just, oh, just right. despite the fact that he already has an e- he c- he already has the file because he gets it. At the- oh right, yeah, he yeah, has yeah, a- yeah, he has yeah, it at the end of because uh, he sends Wonder Woman the fucking file on an email like all of the inhuman made data. But he goes to Amanda Waller. DC's a mess. Yeah. It really is. It's hard to say in this film how much was it caused by Warner Brother Warner and how much was it caused... Was it all <laughs> well, no, it's also the director, because, I mean... He... Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. I don't know, who, I don't know who's... Because have you, have you watched his other film? I think yeah, David has an alright director, because uh, he, he did a film called Fury, which has, like, Brad Pitt and uh, Shia LaBeouf and a bunch of other famous people in it, and it's like a war film, and it's like they're just driving around in a tank. And that's a really good film. I really enjoyed that one. But then if you watch his Netflix film bright with will smith and it's like orc racism and it's like to be meant to be a metaphor for black people in the uh, police force and how they're subjectified against but it's such a badly made film and it's not interesting it's super stupid and it's just a bad film in general um not as bad as this one because it's actually edited properly but this is just edited like a mess um yeah and i i do actually to an extent would have liked to seen david uh do his version? He did do his version. That's the thing, is they brought out the director's cut, which is like 15 minutes longer. 
No, it's not a director's cut. It's just an extended cut. Yeah, but I mean, it's technically his. It's not the same thing. Yeah, but it's kind of his thing because it's like he could. Not really. It's just it's just it's just deleted scenes. That's what that's what the extended cut is. It's the same film yeah, with deleted scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, well, this a director's cut would be re-edited. Well, I like. I think he as... got it, and I think he doesn't want to do it. I think he's come out and said he doesn't want to do it, and then he's also come out and said he does want to do it. And I'm just like, because he's like, oh, fans really want it. Well, I I just think it would be interesting. I don't care. I'm just like they're never gonna. I would be interested. The, I would see it. The thing that people it. find I find so stupid about it is because um, it's the it's yeah. DC fans are like, oh, we need a D- uh, David Ayer cut and we want it after Zack Snyder's cut. They're bringing out another Suicide Squad, which will be that talk- is true. I mean, if you and they maybe after like next few years, <laughs> but who would give a shit? It's also, fu- this is the thing that so I forgot. Hopes for this, film. this is the fucking thing that I found insane to me. It's five years old. It came out. True. It came out in 2016. By the time if they ever did it, it will be years after the movie. And at what point do you go? Who gives a shit if this movie was bad? Let's just move on. Stop dragging it up. It took them three years to do um, Zack Snyder's version. Because they had a pandemic and they had the footage and Zack Snyder wanted to do it. And fans demanded it. And HBO was like, well, we need to promote our streaming service and give people a reason to buy HBO Max. Whereas I this think is if... who gives a shit about the Suicide Squad that much about this movie in general to demand it that badly that Warner Brothers will go, let's give him the editing chair again. Let's get him to... Cause it's the same thing with Zack Snyder's cut. All the footage is there. What are you going to do? Just add more stuff to it? Yeah, because... I mean, like I said, I, I just want to see it edited properly. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Just, just edit the film properly. Just don't need to add anything else. But again... I reckon if I edit it myself, I can make the film more interesting. I, I was generally what going through this movie going, I could put that scene here and it would flow yeah. better. And I, I have generally considered it. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't care that much. If I if I had the film files, I could I would do it. Because like I was saying, no, you just go download it, slice it up on a video editor, and just move the scenes around. It'll, it'll be <laughs> terrible, but but I was I generally did like I was saying uh, earlier. I did go if you put the introduction of Harley Quinn and Joker being chased by Batman, and then Batman puts them in prison. That's how Harley Quinn gets caught. Then you have later on in the film how Deadshot gets caught by Batman and whatnot. And it, it just flows better if you have... Exactly, yeah. Like, you could then have the reveal of how, like, uh, the Flash captures Boomerang and stuff like that. Like, But they just shove it all at the beginning of the film to get it out of the way, but it just causes it to drag so much. It's like, like I said, that, that middle scene I said, oh, I thought it was like... That was four- Hour and forty-five. I. It feels like it's an hour and forty-five. Oh yeah. It feels longer than it is. That's not good. Well, like I said, that's bad. The first two minutes, the first four minutes of this film, before the title scene, I'm like, oh, it's interesting. It's go. It's it's introduced Deadshot. He's in prison. He's got like a bit of attitude with the guards. The weird guy who sexualizes Harley Quinn way too much is weird. I think that introduction is fine of Harley Quinn where she's up in the rope, like in the tatters of her uniforms and bed sheets and stuff like that and she's doing her gymnastic shit i think that's fine it's as soon as dialogue starts that i'm pissed off <laughs> because it's actually very quickly when we go back to music again i hate how they kept jumping around with the music at the beginning oh yeah, yeah. should have just had like house of the rising sun play for the whole introduction 
Oh, yeah. Instead of having three different music tracks in three minutes. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of, especially in the beginning, very choppy in terms, because every character has their introduction song. And Yeah, it's uh, like, don't know. Just have one song to say, here's a prison. House and Rising Sun is a great song for the whole prison. It's kind of like low tone. It works. Well, I think Sympathy for the Devil's playing over Amanda Waller, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, that's on the nose, isn't Uh, it? Oh, Sympathy for the Devil. (laughs) Oh, she's the bad woman of the thing. It's just like, come on, that's just pointless. I mean, she's the the antagonist of the Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think she's... I think if you're going to add Joker, make him the antagonist, have him be the big bad, have Enchantress on the team, and I thought if you made um, Enchantress an ex-patient of Harley Quinn, because if you have Entra- Enchantress be captured... I could work. Because you could have, before Harley Quinn becomes Harley Quinn, have her Harleen Quinzel, because she's a psychiatrist. She could be de- she could have been dealing with the um, uh, aftermath of becoming the Enchantress and how having split personality... And then you can then have Harley Quinn further go down the line afterwards, have the split person. I mean, yeah, maybe. And then you have some sort I of... I don't know, I thought that might have been a bit too much. Yeah, but at least you have some sort of reason as to... Because you could then have What's-Her-Face still trying to break out because you could have what's her But then Harley Quinn has a reason to go after it because she thinks that she can talk down the Enchantress, which then leads yeah. to the end bit where she does talk down the Enchantress, but then just stabs her in the heart and just steals it or whatever. A bit more impactful. I still have a problem with the whole the whole team fight thing. Do you have a problem anyone... that Amanda Waller basically sets up Rick Flag to fuck June Moon, who is the Enchantress? Yeah, because that's that's, that's so weird to me. And also, why does? Oh, no, I kind of do get it to be honest with you. It's Amanda Waller. She's a screwed up character. I actually like Amanda Waller character. Oh yeah, I d- as I a d- character. But I'm just so confused as to why Rick Flag's just okay with fucking someone who's possessed. <laughs> It's such a weird. It's like, it's, oh, just, well, it just fell for it. Yeah, but it's so weird. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, this, I love this person who's, I've clearly been set up by my boss to fall in love with so that I have, she has control <laughs> over this character. And then this character's just like, I have a, a, a demon in me and I want to fuck you as well and we love each other. And it's just, I get it. The, I will say, the only cool thing I liked in Bad Entrantress is the hand flip moment where you first see her trans... I like that. That is cool. That's a cool shot. But then nothing else in the movie about Enchantress is interesting or even remotely cool. Her- she does her... What do you make of the actual CGI in this film? Bad. It's bad. All of it? Most of it, yeah. Like, uh, the especially with Enchantress's weird little belly jiggle and her brother. Okay, yeah, that bit's weird. And then... Uh... Okay, maybe the close-up shots aren't too bad. <laughs> I mean... Well, a lot of it's practical. Yeah. I like, was, Killer, right, Cro- <laughs> Killer Croc's practical. What do you think of Killer Croc? Oh, right. Okay, I thought it was all CGI. So I was like, oh, I thought it was, no. <laughs> oh, it was great CGI. No. <laughs> it's pretty good on that one. No, that's all. I think most of that's practical with CGI touch- touch-ups. Because... Oh, okay. That's what looks all right, then. Because I, Fair enough. this film won an Oscar for um, uh, design, like character design costumes, I think. It sure just didn't, didn't just get nominated. No, it won. Because it beat out um, no, Star Trek I, I, Beyond. That's, that's not fair. That's, that's just not fair. The thing is, they beat out Star Trek Beyond, which had like aliens that were all practical. Whereas this is Harley Quinn's wearing a shirt that's... It was best makeup and hairstyle. That's the one. It won an Oscar for that. It just should... Okay, Suicide Squad should not have won an Oscar before Marvel. Nope. No, they already won. DC already won one because of um, Heath Ledger. Yeah, I know, but ignore this, that because that's a special, the that's a special case. Should... An actual, I mean, an actual award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this beat out... Uh, shouldn't have happened. Um... 
look up Star Trek Beyond's um, practical effects, and it beat that. Like they made Alien. Star Trek Beyond was so much better. <laughs> yeah, but they—that—that's what I mean. They beat out the special effect. They put, b- beat out the uh, hair and makeup for uh, Star Trek Beyond. Like all the character costumes of Star Trek Beyond. Like it's all pretty much practical. And this film beat that out. <laughs> it's just a weird thing. Anyway, I don't really have anything else to say on this film. I think we're a bit repeating ourselves now. Um, I am looking forward to the new film. Greatly. I think whatever happens, it'll be an improvement. You'd hope. Without a doubt. You'd hope. It's got, it has to be an improvement. Everyone, they, they everyone ha- thought <laughs> this James would... Gunn has to be very the thing is, everyone thought this would be an improvement over Batman v Superman, and then it just went further down. I think it still is. I still hate Batman v Superman more. I hate this more. I think Batman v Superman is more disappointing in terms of... Okay. Because I was more disappointed with Batman v Superman than I was with this. I just hated this more than I did Batman v Superman. Well, the new Suicide Squad has the first reviews that have come out, and they seem very positive. very positive. But then again, all of the reviews for this before people saw it were positive. <laughs> because <laughs> what, what happens is, Dan, is they go and wine and dine everyone, and then they give them... And then people are scared to review negatively because they lose... Like, people are scared to lose their wine and dine experiences where they get paid for tickets and they get to go see stuff for free and they get to be in a whole room of people. So it's it's iffy to say whether or not first reviews are good because the first reviews of Batman v Superman received a standing ovation. No, that, that was from the board of directors. Yes. <laughs> That's not the same thing. But it's I mean, sti- it's actually revealed by critics. Yeah. Reviewed by critics. But I think the um, reviews of Batman v Superman, the ones that they allowed to go through, or like the way you can tell is if they release the, uh, the, the embargo where you can release the reviews, bef- like not the day before, because they movie studios hold back the reviews either to not spoil the movie, like the day before, or just not give bad reviews. Yeah. Whereas if they're like, you cannot spoil it, but you can review it what two weeks, three weeks before the movie actually comes out and get hype for it, then you know it's going to be a better movie because they're not worried that people are going to review it badly. Whereas if they hold it back until like the day of. It's either for spoiler reasons or because it's a bad movie. So that yeah. that's how you can roughly tell, is if they hold it back, it's either for spoiler reasons or it's a bad movie. If it's a Marvel movie, it's mostly for spoilers. Yes, yes. If it's, if it's, if it's another movie, it's Pop- mostly because it's Captain bad. Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. However, um, we do have our review for Suicide Squad next week. Yes. The new one. We will watch that. And hopefully... Hopefully, it- if... None of neither of us get COVID because if either of us get COVID and have to self isolate, we will not be watching it. I will still probably go. You're not a naughty boy. You do not go out with COVID. I'll I'll, I'll wear a mask and I'll cough on people. I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I want to see the DC movie that I don't think will be that good. Yes. <laughs> I think it will be fine. I don't think I'll love. Okay, what's your prediction? Okay, very quickly. What was your out of ten? score for this film oh mine when i first reviewed this negative 100 i'll give it yeah. negative 75 <laughs> it's not as I'm bad gonna, as I'll, i remember I'll give it zero to ten uh i think I'd, I'd, I'd give it like a three maybe a two uh next film what's your prediction out of ten i'll say a 6.5 i'm hoping an eight i'm hoping an I'm eight optimistic i don't think it will I'm optimistic. be optimistic i think it will be an eight mm, i'm not sure i'll see i'll see what it is but yes that has been Suicide Squad. Yes, it is. Um, go check out last week's TFE. New one coming out Monday. Yep. And then once again, Suicide Squad next Friday. No, next Saturday. Saturday. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yes, we will have watched it by then. Hopefully, you never know. We could be 
terribly, terribly murdered. And we'll never get it. <laughs> great. Great. We could. Now, what a nice note to end a podcast on. No, the nice note that I was going to do was we could have committed suicide. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. We do not do it's that. not good to we joke about it. If that. you are for joking about it, go and see a doctor. I should go and see a doctor. But hey, have fun. We'll see you next week for the Suicide oh, Squad, not Suicide. Yeah, the Suicide Squad. Bye bye. The only improvement is they added the. <laughs> that will be my. That will be the opposite of Facebook, where they they added the to make it better rather than take the away. Did you get, okay. Do you get that? Yeah. Okay. Have you right. watched the Let's Social go. Network? Right. No, but... Well, you won't get the joke then, because originally oh, it was the Facebook. Well, I thought it was that, anyway. That's, that's, that's yeah, the joke it was... What's, what's going to be the social network? Well, the social network's about Facebook, where they actually revealed the, it was originally the Facebook. Or the reason... And then, um... No, but I get the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it, that's what it was. Yeah, but it's, it's part of the social network, because it's Justin Timberlake's, like, drop the the. It makes it sound cooler. And that's the joke. Oh. Because it's, like, it makes it Wait sound cooler. you said the improvement was, like... Just moving the there. I was like, okay. yeah, but then they did the it. opposite right. because right. they went, they added the the to make it sound cool. <laughs> I, I get the joke. I get the joke. I having to watch it. No, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. Anyway, right. Bye. <laughs> See you next week. Don't commit suicide.